0: Okay, today's draft is daf Dachaf Aleph, 21. Um, we'll start on the top line, four words in. You see it? Um, just to catch up from yesterday, so we had, um, we're discussing classifying different false oaths. Um, so there's a thing called a false oath, right? A Shavuot Shekhar and a Shavuot shav, a vain Oath. So Rav because Rav the name of Rav Yochan and said that what is sheker? Sheker is when I swear to do something in the future and I don't do it. And what is shav? What is vain? When when I say I say something I did in the past and I'm lying. The difference is in the case in the second case the moment it came out of my mouth it was a lie, so that's why it's called shav. It's in vain. The other case was it, when it came out it could be true and now it is um, it turned out to be sheker. So um, that was that was Rav opinion. The the Gemara went on to quote a bright that it said sheker and shav chadheim, right? They're one thing, so we wanted to understand echadheim, right? What what does that mean? Right? The, Gemara, the Gemara thought it meant that they're the same, one and the same, and therefore was a question. And, and ultimately, the Gemara concluded it meant just like you get lashes for sheker because there's an action involved. I said I'm going to eat. I'm sorry. I said I'm not going to eat, and I wound up eating. I did an action. So too by a, a, a shuvat shav. But right, an oath in vain, even though there's no action involved, there's only debord speech, I still get Malkut.
1: So there's, there's a third possibility, and you kind of go almost ahead. said it. Yeah, right. <laughs> which, which probably is here on the... Maybe. Yeah, there was another is another attempt. Right, which is, you, you, you say, a choix. I will not eat that loaf of bread today. Right. Sorry. I will eat that loaf of bread and I today. Don't. Right. And, and I don't. But, but it only becomes uh, uh, shav or shekel right. when the day ends. Right. And I haven't taken an action. Right, exactly. So the
0: Gemara is going to talk about that case today. You're, okay. you're right, in your um, prophetic vision. <laughs> okay? <laughs> right, because there's no action. The Gemara is actually saying you are not going to get Malkut.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, we're actually not going to get Malkud in that case. Yeah. Okay, so now the Gemara says on the top line, four words, if you want, I could tell you another answer to this breakdown. What it means is, Kishamisha may be carbon al shakar just like you have to bring. The variables, um, right, sin offering for transgressing, right, the false oath, kachmevi karbon al shav. So to you bring that sacrifice for transgressing on a vain oath. Now, a vain oath, again, is written in the past. So I want to point out to you that when the Torah talks about the, pro, the obligation to bring the Korban, it talks in terms of future. So it's not so clear that there is an obligation for on a korban, when uh, for Shvuah in the past. And it happens to be a machloket that we're going to get to later on between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Yishmael. Rabbi Kiva says there is an obligation, Rabbi Yishmael says there's not. So the Gemara goes on according to this answer, you have to say Rabbi Kiva here. This bright is going according to Rabbi Kiva, the Mechayav mm-hmm. of Lishavar Kawahaba, who says that you are liable <coughs> on past <coughs> um, past, tense um, Shavuot, just like you are in the future as well. Okay. Now, the Gemara is going to ask a question on the opinion of Rav Dimi. Rav Dimi again, was the opinion of Shvua tshaker, a false oath, is future. So, the Gemara says, Metive, I'll ask you a question from a Brayta. The Brayta says, Tell me, what is a vain shvuah. So, it says, l'shanot et l'adam. When a person makes a Shvua, to change, to alter something that is known to, per, uh, to everybody else. Something that's very obvious. I say, I swear that this table is a chair. Right? Everybody knows the moment it came out of my mouth that I'm lying. That's Shavuot Shav. What's Shavuot Shaker? what's a false oath? Nishbang L'Hachlef. <clears throat> I make a, a shuot to, again, alter something that is really true, <clears throat> but not as obvious. So, for instance, I say, Achalti. I ate yesterday when I really didn't eat. So... That is what that seems to be saying. That's the shvuat Shekhar. That's a question on Rav Dimi. Rav Dimi said Shekhar, a false oath is future. And this bright there seems to be it's At the moment that I spoke, it's already false. It's, it's something in the past. So to that the Gemara says that's an easy answer. Ema, why don't you say what the Mishnah, what the bright I should say meant to say is nishpa u'machwef in case you, you swore, and then later I altered that, meaning by not doing what I said I'm going to do. Okay, simple as that, we answer up Rav Dimi. So we have Rav Dimi's opinion, now the Gemara quotes a second opinion. Ki Atah Rabin, when Rabin came from Eretz Israel to Bavo, Amra yermia Amr Rabiavo, Amra Rabi he said over in the name Rab-yormia, who in turn had said over in the who in turn had said over in the And he disagreed with Rav Demi, he says, When I say something in past tense, right, that I ate or I didn't eat, I'm lying. Sheker, that is false, right? Rav Dimi said it's sheker is future. Mm-hmm. Rav Yirmi, I'm sorry, Rav Rabbi Robin says it's it's past. V'as and the scriptural warning not to do it is milo Shabu You should not swear falsely in my name. That's in partial Kedoshim. And, and again, Rashi mentioned in yesterday's page that it's important to know the scriptural warning because when they gave Hatra, when the witnesses gave Hatra, in order to give Malko, right, they had to actually quote the Pasuk. They had to quote the right verse in the Torah. Um, what about the case where I made a shvua about the future? I said, I'm going to eat today, or I'm not going to eat today, and I wound up transgression, transgressing over... Then I just simply write, uh, transgress the Pasuk in Parshat which says I shouldn't profane my work. I have to keep my work. It says in that Pasuk, okay? So that that's future is not even right under right, false or vain. And then the writer goes on to say, What is the, the vain oath? adam. It's when you make a shavuot, also in past tense, but something that is so obvious that to everybody knows you're lying. I say the table is a chair. Okay? So, the, so we have, actually here, I made a, a, a little chart. Right? If you look at the, um, like in the third section here, there's a chart. I have the, the psukim before that. But just that what each one says about ochoblo ocho, that is future. Rebdimi says that is false. Robin says it's not even in that. It's just under o yachel. Don't, um, right, don't profane your word. And then Achalti the past tense, Rav Dimi said that is what's called Shav. That's vain, and that's where Robin called Shachar. So they argue what a Shua Shachar is, what a Shua Shav is. Okay, so the Gemara goes on to say, this, but this was all said, by the way, Robin had said it, they're both, both Robin and Rabdim were arguing what, what Rav Yochanan's opinion was. But Robin also quoted Rabbi Avo, it Was Rav Avo saying it over the name of Rav Yochanan? So Amr Papa, Rav Papa says, "How do Rav that which Rav Avo explained Reb Yochanan's opinion that a shua Chaker is about, is false? That a false oath is, I'm sorry, is is past tense?" He says, "La beferish imar." It wasn't that Rav Avo said this explicitly. Ela mikolah imar. It was said. Right by means of right imp- implication. Now the truth is the way Rashi explains, and we'll see from the context of the Gemara, it was it was actually a pretty explicit statement. But what he means by th- what he means by the statement is that it wasn't that Rebbe came to now sa- tell us state what Rebbe Yochain's opinion was, and from there we know what his opinion is. No, it was more that there was a question on Rebbe Yochain's opinion, and Rebbe gave an answer. And from the answer, we see how Rabbi Yavoh understood Rabbi Yochanan. So it wasn't like, you know, explicit that okay, I'm going to I'm going to argue with what was said before about Rabbi Yochanan. So what what was this? So he goes on to say, right? It amr of Idi bar Abin, amr of Amr, amr of amr of Yochanan. A lot of names here, right? One said in the name of the other is so ultimately in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. And they said Rebbehuda, they're going back to the other Tanaim, Rebihuda Aguiwi, the Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Rebyosi Agwiwi. Every negative commandment in the Torah, Lav Masa, when it in, right, we had this in Mako and we had it yesterday as well. When it the transgression involves an action, Olav, Then you get lashes for it. But if there's no action, ain't woken Olav then there's no lashes. But then he goes on to say that there's three exceptions. There's three cases where there's no action, but yet there is still going to be lashes. What are they? Chutz, the exceptions are, mean right? swearing, falsely. So we're going to talk about that. Umaymar. Maymar means you did the prohibition of tamura. What tamura is, is that I had already separated an animal as a korban, and then decided, you know what, I want to use a different animal instead. Either I want to use something that's nicer, or maybe I want to use something that's less nice. So I go over to my original animal, and I have this new animal, and I say, this animal should be in the place of that animal. But right? the Torah says, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to exchange an animal once it's already been made into a carbon. And if one does it, they transgress this prohibition. And even though there's no action involved, it's debord speech alone, nevertheless, one gets lashes. The reason for that is, Rashi tells us, y- you wait, and when we get to Masechet Temura, right, we will explain why over there. And th- that's the second exception. And finally, the third exception is, et haveru bishain. If a person curses another, somebody else with the name of Hashem, Right, So then, that, even though that's only um, Debor alone, it's speech alone, okay. there's no action, you still get malka. And again, the Gemara and Tamura explains the reason for that. But the first exception is what we're, we're interested in, nishba By swearing alone, Right, these are all cases of Debor of speech, you're still going to get malka. Minawan. for where is the source of this? So if you might remember, we mentioned this outside yesterday to try to explain one of the lines of the Gemara. It was Amrab Yochan and Mishum Raman Bar Yichai, the famous Mishim Bar Yichai. He said, Kra." It's the Pesach says in the Aseret Adibro, right, in the Ten Commandments in Parsha Yitro, the Third Commandment, Motisha et Shem Hashem Elokecha Lishav. Do not take right, the name of Hashem, your God, in vain, Kino Yenaka. Because you will not be absolved, you will not be cleansed from this sin. It's such a bad sin, you can't get a kapara, you can't get atonement for it. So we, right, Rabbi Shimon Yichai, right, expounded as follows Beit din shamala, the heavenly court, ain menachinotah, will not absolve you of this sin. Avo beit din shamata, the earthly court, right, they will absolve you. How? Malkinotah, they'll give you lashes. <clears throat> And by getting the lashes, one gets their punishment in Menachemotel. They will be absolved of the sin. They will be cleansed of it. So we see from that pasuk, that tells you that you get Malkut even though there's no action involved. So Amar wei repapa labai. When Repapa, I guess this was years later, heard this, right? He said to Abai, he said, I don't understand. Dilma, perhaps, hachi ka'amar rahmanah. This is what the merciful one, right? Hashem was saying in the Torah. Lo yinaka kwaum. That you're not going to be absolved at all. Where do you, right, infer that though you can get right cleansed from the sin through the earthly court? So, Rav, I'm sorry, buyer responded to Rapapa by saying, "Eikativ, if it would have been written, Kingo Yenaka, that you don't get cleansed, amr. then it would be like you said. That means you don't get cleansed at all. But hashta, now, Dechtiv, it's written Kingo Hashem." Hashem, Hashem will not be the one to cleanse you. So we we expound Hashem hu de inu Hashem won't cleanse you. shalmata Maokan oto right? So does that mean you get makot but not korit? Right. Well,
2: you, you get You, co- you, you still. Get, if it says Hashem won't absolve you, I'm I'm not sure how you re- how I understand
0: that. Right. There is no korit on on a shuvat shav, shav. Actually, there's no Korate in this case. Um, the karate by shvua is by shvua bitoi, when I make a shvua like I'm going to do something and I don't do it, or even I did something and I didn't do it, but by shvua shav, like in the case where I said this table is a chair right, right there is no karate in that case actually, um, but but, yeah, but you see you're going to get malka, that's what he's saying That because he didn't have to say the word Hashem when he brought Hashem in it we, were, we said it was stressing, Hashem is not going to be the one to punish you, you know so Okay, so that is by shvuat shav, right? Even though there's no action, you still get Malka. Now, before we do the next line, if you just look at the um, the pasuk, look at the third it's in the second section, the third pasuk. It's the it's it's the pasuk we're talking about. It says Rotisa at shem hashem, hashem. That's what we just quoted. At asher yit yisa et shemo shav, he won't forgive you, won't absolve you that you took his name in vain, and. It's, interesting, it's very repetitive. Right? Don't take his name in vain because he won't forgive you for taking his name in vain. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara is going to pick up on the double expression of Roshav here, of, you know, in vain. <clears throat> so the Gemara says now, Ashkachan, <clears throat> we find Shavuot Shav, that yes, by a um, vain oath, one gets Malkut, even though there's no action. Shvuat Sheker, Minoan. Where is the case? We also, write the that just said nishba. So, right, we assumed that it was going on both, right? They, by both um, <clears throat> vain oath and false oath, one will, in fact, receive um, Malko, even though there's no action. So, I Minoan, where's the source? So, this time it says, Rabbi Yolkan himself said the source. Why did he say himself? Because a few moments ago, when we were looking for the source by a vain oath that he gets um, Malko, it was Rabbi in quoting Rabbi Shemar Yachai. So this time, it's Rabbi Yochid himself. He says, "You know what? Amr l'shav l'shav It says the word l'shav twice. This extra word to tell you that we can apply this elsewhere. in shav. If we don't need that for the actual case that the Torah is talking about, for a fault, for a vain um, oath, to neyu apply it shaker to the case of the false oath, and to say over there also. One gets Malkut even though there is no action. Okay, so we've established that, but we still haven't gone to the punchline of where Rabbi Avo explained what Shavuot Shekhar is, according to Rabbi Yevoh. So now we get to it. Bahavi bar Rabbi Avo. Rabbi Avo had a question. Hai Hekidami, What is exactly the case of the false oath where you are getting Malkut for, even though there's no action? So he says, If you're going to say this is the case that you brought up, at the beginning of the class. Shvua shaloh ocho. I made a shvua that I'm not going to eat. Actually, it's not the same case. It's close. Shvua shaloh ocho. I make an oath I'm not going to eat today. and I wind up eating. Well, we don't need a special pasuk for that because lav That is a case where that has an action, right? When I, I transgress by eating. So therefore, that's obvious I get Malcolm. rather. Yama shvua shaloh ocho. I make an oath that I will eat. And I wind up not eating. So that's in inaction, not eating. Mm-hmm. So that's the case perhaps we're gonna get malchah. But the Gemara says, no. Hi, me Loka, do you actually get lashes for that? By it it was stated. hayom. Right? If I make an oath, I'm gonna eat this loaf of bread sitting in front of me today. The other yom mm-hmm. and the day goes by, I did not eat it. Reb and Raish Lakesh and Reish Lakish, we know argued. They were brothers-in-law. So therefore, of course, they argued, right, on a lot of halaching matters, right? The, but here they got together. The Amri Tarvayu, they said together, enu they both agreed, you don't get malka. But even though I made it sound all good that they, they agreed, they actually disagreed on this case as well. They disagreed as to the reason why you don't get malka. But they both agreed you don't get malka. Rebbe Yogan, Amri, enu loka, Yogan, this is, you don't get um, malka, why? Mishum the having lav shein ba masa. Because this is a negative commandment, right, that doesn't in- entail an action. For Golav Shemba Misa, ain't Loka love, and the general rule is you don't get lashes for that. And Apparently, Rabbi did not hold that the extra washav was coming to include this case into Makkah. This case still fell into the regular category of, of um, a lav, which when it doesn't have an action, it, it, it's exempt from Makkah. For Rishalak number, there was a different answer. He says, Ain't no loki, don't get um mishum dahavi hatrat Right? We had this once before. It's questionable warning. Whenever you have a questionable warning, it's not considered a warning. Right? We all know that in order to give, I mentioned a few times, to give corporal punishment, the witnesses have to first give hatrat, warning to the person before they transgress, it has to be immediately before. And the person has to say, I'm gonna do it anyway. Now Normally, right? You give a hadra. You say to the person, you know, don't um, murder, or you're going to be executed, right? So that's a case of what we call hadra Advandai. That's a certain a warning. Why? Because if the person does what you told him not to do, he will certainly be liable to death penalty. In that case. But over here, I said I make a shwa, I'm going to eat this loaf of bread, <clears throat> okay, sometime today. And then you come over to me and you will give me a warning, you know, right? Eat that wa- bread, that loaf of bread, or else you're going to get lo- uh, a malka. So, you know what? It's a Suffolk in that case. What's a Suffolk? Even, you because you don't know. No, you don't know. Because even if I don't listen to your warning, it could be I really won't transgress. Because, you know what? It's what, what time is it? It's pretty early today, right? 621. I have a whole day to eat this loaf of bread. So, even if I don't eat it right now, I have another, you know, 12 hours or whatever it is. 11 hours to eat this. Well, like 10 and a half. Whatever. To eat this before sunset, right? So, um... And, and so Rashi says, oh, maybe we should time the warning like the last second of the day, like when it's 10 seconds before sunset. So Rashi says, no, it's EF sure. It's impossible to be Mitzamzim, to be so precise, because, again, the warning has to be toch hadei dibor, within two to three seconds of, you know, the transgression. So it's very hard to pinpoint the time, and therefore, basically, it's not going to be a valid hatra, by definition. And therefore, you can never get malpit and reish says so Bidas May, so we're looking for the case. What's the case of shvulat Shekhar? Right? Where a false oath where we had before, if you open and said, we include into Malkut even though there's no action involved. Right? The first case we suggested there wasn't action. Right? In the second case you don't get Malkut. So, what's going on? So, we, here's the, the Rebbe We am a Rebbe Avo. Rebbe Avo says to, hey, let it be It's when I said, I, I ate yesterday, or I didn't eat yesterday. There's no um, suffix. The, right, there's no suffix, because I'm about to say this. I, I, I basically warned the person, like, if you're lying, right, or whatever, you're lying, and therefore don't say that. So there's no suffolk, but there's no action either, and that is what the Pusik is coming to teach us. But this is where we see that Rabbi Evo held that according to Rabbi Yochanan, a a false oath is when I speak in the, in the past, unlike Rabbi Dimi, who said a false oath is the future. Um, so again, Rabbi Evo here wasn't coming to teach us Rabbi Yochanan's opinion. He was coming to answer a question that he had about Rabbi Yochanan's question. That's why the Gemara said he said it out of, we learned it from, not from explicit statement,
1: but from an implicit statement. It, it, there, there is a certain logic to a false oath being only in the past. Right? Because it... it, it, it it's, it's false f- when it comes out of your mouth. It's, it's false when it comes out of your mouth. Yeah. And so it's false. Done. Yeah. Everything in the future, I don't really know this. It's the same thing like with the Hatat's effect. It's, yep. I don't yet know what the status of this oath is. And only, you know... Only after the day is over or whatever, then did I can look back and say, ah, right. it, was it was a false sheker, right?
0: Uh, so, right. So, so, so that—that's so the argument you have to say, with Me and Robin how to interpret that word shaker. Yeah. You know, is—is is it it's like it's not a
1: shekel until I? Yeah,
0: I, I right. I'm, it's I'm only a she- is only a shet? Is it defined as like, there has to be shekel when it comes out your mouth, or it can be retroactive?
1: But somehow, well, maybe just for me, but it's more appealing to say it's a shekel when it's a shaker. Yeah. <laughs> Now, right, 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 and and the thing in the future. Is it, it
0: is it's more logical. It is. It, it fits into the word better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. That the second is more like you didn't keep your word. It's not that you lied at the time I said it. I might have intended to, to make the I, did, you know, I don't right. know what your
1: intent was. Right, and, right. right. Yeah.
0: That's exactly what Dimi says. Right, or what Robin said is that you'll you'll really transgress in, in future. Shavuos will
1: transgress called Yahoo, Tavor, not keeping your word. Right, that that's a different. And, and what if, for example, what if um, there's onus, like you're going to, yeah, and you were, and then you were, you were right. a noose, and you couldn't to keep, it, right. right. So now, is it still a shekel? Yeah. So so that's why it just right. doesn't. It's seem still like,
0: retroactively, it turned out that it I didn't turned tell it out the truth, it's Maybe a, it's not yeah. your fault now. I right, right, right. So, right. so yeah. yeah. Okay, the Gemara continues though, and it doesn't leave this alone yet, and it says Shina. Right, like so. Okay, why is this case different than the case where I made a shvuah in the in the future that I'm going to eat, and I wind up not eating? In other words, they're both lav so They're both right. No, they're both have inaction. To that, I'm a says different. to do Right, it came to right with the extra word l'shav. It came to include a false shvuah into the category of vain shvuah. But only a falsehood that's similar to a vain shvo. So he goes on to explain ma shav l'sha avur, just like a fall, a vain oath is certainly in the past, right? So too afshek or nami So to the false, it's like you said, it, it's got to be. It's defined by something that when it comes out of my mouth, it is already untrue. Okay. Eight ve Reb Now Rebbe Yirmiyah asked a question on. Um, Rabbi Avouf, for the following break Um Actually, I'm gonna, this is actually a Mishnah. I take that back. This is a Mishnah <coughs> on Chafzai. Okay, it says, I make a shavu that I'm not going to eat this loaf of bread. And then, I'm not satisfied with that, I say, I make another shavu, I'm not going to eat it. And then, I make another shavu I'm not going to eat it. Three times the Akwa and I wind up eating it. Now the question is, did I transgress one time or three times? Mm-hmm. Right? The three Korbanot or three set of of lashes. But well, from or one? everything we've learned, it should be one because it's the same infraction. Right. So acha. It's you're only going to be liable one, you're correct. Actually what Rash explains is because we have a rule that you, you right, we can't make a shvua to do a mitzvah. Right? One oath does not take effect another. But right? once I have a mitzvah to do I can't make a shvua, Right to, to do that already, you know. Yesterday we had a kind of a similar case, right, the, on the, for the fast of Gedalia. Right, you can make over there. We're talking about a neder that you're not going to eat meat, but well, you already can't eat meat. So how does it work? The difference is Tosfot really explained over there that by a net you can make a neder to do a mitzvah, even though you already have an obligation from the Torah to do it. or in that case it's really a rabbinic mitzvah. Nevertheless, you can make a neder. All right, um, to do that. But a shvua, you can't make a shvua to do a mitzvah. It doesn't even work. We're going to have that later on in the later Mishnah. The the language of the Gemara, we're going to have it on Ahmed Bey today, is mushpah omed mahar sinai. Because the Jewish people at Mount Sinai accepted the Torah with an oath. They were sworn to keep the Torah, right? And therefore, you can't, right? you already have a shvua. So here, I've made the shvua three times, I'm only going to be liable one time. And the Mishnah goes on to say an interesting statement. It says, Zuhi. This is the case of a shvod bitoi, of an oath of utterance, where if I would transgress intentionally, I get lashes. And when I do it inadvertently, I bring the variable sin offering. Now, the Gemara picks up on the words, Zuhi. This is the case. That sounds like an exclusionary phrase. This is the case. But it might be, there's another case that you might have thought fit into this, it doesn't. So the Gemari asks, what is that exactly coming to exclude? So it says, my love, is it not? The cases of where I spoke in the past, that I ate, that I ate or I didn't eat, and I was lying. And it's telling us to lo that I do not get lashes against, right, this whole thing that we've been saying in the name of Robin, and Rabbi Avon, and Rabbi Yochan, and whatever, that you do get malquished for it. So the Gemara says, carbon." Well, it's coming to exclude, right, the case where I make a shul in the past, not from lashes, I do get lashes, but it's excluding it from carbon, right, and it's saying like this, <coughs> this is the case where if I inadvertently, all right, um, transgress, I bring the variable sin offering, but when I swore about something in the past, I lied, Right? Well, I don't bring it because we don't bring a carbon on a past shvuah. And this is, remember I mentioned at the beginning of the, of the DAF that this is actually Machok mm-hmm. Rabbi Rebbe Rabbi and And this would be going like Rebbe Shemalhi. Rebbe Shemal's opinion is Mishnah, the Amr, who says, Enu Chayav atid They're only liable for a carbon for shvuah in the future. Avo Milka Waki, but. We reiterate, if you, if you transgress intentionally, you will in fact get the lashes. So the Gemara says, okay, that's great. We've now explained the Mishnah on 27, the Chavzai. It's like Rabbi Yishmao, and right, it's still consistent with Rabbi Yochan's opinion here. But we move to Hamad Sefa. look at the later part of the Mishnah. This later part of the Mishnah is not actually part of that same Mishnah. It's, it's two pages later. It's on Chavzai. But the later Mishnah says, Right Now, okay, there's, there's words missing from it. I actually gave you, right, on the bottom here, both of these Mishnaya, but look at the second one, Mishnah Haftat. It says, And asks, what is the case of the false, of the vain adam. When I swear right, falsely about something that is known to people, right? I say this table is a chair. Amr al-oh, it gives an example. Amr amid Shah Evan, I say about a post that's made of stone, shush ozahaf, that's gold. And it gives other examples. The end of the mission then says is well, what we'll call Zuhi Shuachav, Shaqayavam Al-Zadona Mako, Shigakato, This is the case where if you do it intentionally, you get lashes, but unintentionally, you're actually exempt. There's no karban by Shuachov, because there's no correct over here. Okay, by shuvat shav. So, so again, so the Gemara wants to know zui shuvat shav. This is the case of the vein shuvah al where you're going to get Malko if you did it intentionally, and you, you're exempt totally if you did it unintentionally. So again, the Gemara asks zui. This is the case my. What is it coming to exclude? So the Gemara takes the same route. My love, is it not Lamute al The case of Where I swore in the past, but not about something that's obvious, about something that's less obvious. I say, I ate, and I really didn't eat. And it's telling us, the low lucky, I don't get malka. Again, we're we're asking a question on Rabbi Yochanan, who said, you do get malka. And to that, the Gemara once again gets out of it, says, low. That's not what it means. Zuhi, this is the case of al Shigagato Pator, that where you're going to be exempt if you did it inadvertently carbon from a sacrifice but the case of where I swore in the past to something that's less obvious I just said I ate and I didn't eat I would in fact be liable a carbon which is now the opposite conclusion of the previous Mishnah right the previous Mishnah said on the past you don't bring a carbon this Mishnah is saying now in the past you do bring a carbon so this would be Rabbi kivahi this is where we ever keep his opinion, no problem, right? The Mikhail Ghishabra, Khalah Ba, who says you're liable according on the on past, just like the future. But there's something
2: underlying this or hidden that something that's obvious to everyone isn't true. <coughs> it's less you're less liable than something that's not obvious to everyone. So my greed would be deception. Well, what do you no no? no. <laughs> well, what are you even talking about? Like it's what, what do you mean a shvua? Everyone knows that it, it's not the case. So there's no shvur. how can you? In other words, it's not even like right. a shvua levatalla. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, It's I see like what are, yeah, what are you talking about? What are you talking like, about? It's a waste of words. It's a waste of it, it, because there is clearly a, the way you're punished makes a distinction between something that's
1: obvious versus something that as you know you say said so, 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 so another way you, the, the the consequence of your lie or your your shav, is de minimis. right you 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 are not bringing as much negativity into the world because you said it but but, but everyone knows it's not true this uh, if you say something about, about that, that we don't know for sure even if it's something like i ate that bread i didn't eat that bread you you've brought this sort of lie into the world right there, there's right. some there's some impact into if you think of the, the lie being something negative in the in the universe, right? Right. you have added something negative. But what to I'm the thinking universe. is, and I think this, it well, fits together it, what you're saying. It's actually, it's
2: like though. No, what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. a, it's a little different. It's like you say this is a, a table, right. I, I, this is a chair. It's like, huh? Like, yeah. Oh, uh, what are you no, talking no, about? This a nothing. A it's nothing. It's a zero. Right. I'm saying the same, no, same, no, same no, thing. We're mm-hmm. agreeing. We're agreeing. It's a zero.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because you're saying there's greater impact at the end. Think of when a politician, right? There's two types of lies he tells. One's that everybody knows that they're they a lie when he says it. Right? Okay. <laughs> it doesn't. Everybody just uh, takes It's almost like no it. harm, no foul. Right? No harm, no foul. No, but if, you, right. if, you
1: say, if you say that, look, that if you say, you can go even more philosophically about all of this, right? Yeah. Which is that there is something that that our words matter. All of our words yes. matter, and the, the 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 state of the universe. And is made more positive or n- more negative by by what we're saying. That's right, and yeah. and yeah. it has an impact. And and this one, <laughs> even though it's about you and whether you ate the bread or didn't eat the bread, it is you added a lie to the universe. to the balance sheet of we the have universe. enough, <laughs> yeah, right? Whereas if you say this is an elephant, <laughs> right, <laughs> it, right,
0: nobody, nobody, yeah, it doesn't add it's anything. It's a zero. It's, it's a, a zero. zero. It's nothing. It's a a zero Yeah. 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 Okay, so if, if you're paying attention, like, you know, like we, we basically said the Mishnah of Zayn only works out if it's Rebbe Yishmael's opinion. The Mishnah of Tat only works out if it's Rebbe Kiva's opinion. About if you bring a carbon for, right, future shvuot, I mean for past shvuot. I'm sorry. So the problem with that is that when Rebbe Yudanasi wrote the Mishnah, <coughs> the assumption always is that the Mishnah in, in any given parak. If they're written anonymously, we, we assume it's the same opinion, unless he actually says, oh, Rebbe so-and-so says differently. Mm-hmm. So these were both anonymous Mishnaya, one written right after the other. So it's, the Gemara's going to have like a difficult, Mishnah, like, like a kind of Stam Mishnah. So it, it doesn't make sense that he would switch opinions in the middle without telling us he's doing so. And that's what the Gemara picks up. Wait a minute. Ha Amrit you just said Reisha, the first case, the earlier Mishnah is Rabbi Yishmolhi. So Reisha Rebbe Yishmova, say Rabbi you're saying the earlier one is Rebbe and the later one is Rebbe Kiva? So the Gemara says, okay, you know what? Kua cool, Rebbe Akiva. The whole thing is Rebbe Kiva. So what we just answered about the second Mishnah, that's good. We're going to keep that as, as it is. The first case, so we're going to have to change. The first case, again, was when the, mate, the guy made the that he's not going to eat today and he wound up eating it. Okay? And we said Zuhi, Right? That that he gets a carbon. And we said that's coming to exclude the case of past tense. Now the Gemara changes it. It's not coming to exclude, right, the shrew in the past from a carbon. It's coming to exclude the case where I say I will eat, and I wind up not eating from lashes. That, That case I don't get lashes because there's no action. Or because it's a hot rod, right? According to the other opinion, it's, I, I can't have a valid warning in that case. Avol carbon, but but you should know a carbon about the for future, right? Mechayiv, you're certainly going to be liable. Everybody agrees to that. So that's how we going to get out of it. And now this that, that that mission can be going like Rabbi Kiva as well. So the Gemara though asks, but like, what's the difference? What where Rashi explains the question is, like, how do you see that that Mishnah, the Zuhi in that Mishnah, is, is are coming to exclude a case of future, as opposed, more than you see, that's coming to exclude a case of past? <clears throat> so the Gemara gives a, a very good answer to this. It says, you know what? If you, what, was, what was the case of the Mishnah? It was a, it was a, it was a case of future. I said, shfuah that I will not eat. And I do eat. So he says Mistabur, it's logical. Lahaba, it's discussing a future event. Mamaya, the language of Zuhi is then coming to exclude a similar case to it. that's also about the future. Right? It's talking about lo Ocho. it's excluding the case of Shwa Ocho. That makes sense. But lahaba Mamaya would it make sense? It's discussing past. I mean, discussing future, and it's going to exclude a case of past. So it's actually, this answer is more logical than we said originally, that's coming to instead exclude a future case. And by the way, the second Mishnah also works out very nice, because the second Mishnah was was talking about a past, right, a sin, a past Shavua, and it's coming, we said, to exclude the case of a Chalte, which is also past. So it actually works out very nice. And we could say both Mishnah are going according to everybody. Okay, we're finished with that piece. With the two dots, we quote from the next part of the Mishnah, you might remember. From yesterday, it says, It says, you know, normally, when the Torah says, don't eat something, I only, right, um, will get any punishment for eating it if I eat a kezayat, a volume of an aleph. But our Mishnah tells us, at least Rebbe Kiva says, right, that by a shvua, when I make a shvua not to eat, I'm going to... Transgress, I'm going to have the punishment, even if I eat a kosher, the minute amount. And why? Because that's seemingly what his dot was. That's what he, when a person says nah, he's not going to eat, he means anything. When Hashem said don't eat, he put him in the kizayet. But wait, we we mean right, even the smallest amount. The chachamim and our mission disagreed. Now, in order to introduce this next piece, I'm just going to mention that there's an opinion of Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon all over the Torah. By all the food pro- prohibitions, he says, you actually transgress by eating a minute amount. Right? You'll get the maukul, you'll get the lashes, or whatever, um, ramification, even for eating a small amount. So the Gemara now is going to have a question. Rebbe Kiva... No kezai. No kezai, right. We don't follow yeah. Rebbe Shimon; We follow but His, the his, sheath, his sheath, no sheath There's no kezai, no kezai right. Okay. Uh, his, I think he says there's only for a carbon, but not for maukul. I mm-hmm. think the Gemara is going to speak Are it he held by also? Or uh, <laughs> Um, I, I, I think so. I think so. so. Yeah, because even though a small amount is more significant to him, but still, I think there would still be Bittu Vashish. Okay. I, th- I think so. Um, it's a good question, though. Um, so the question that the Gemara is going to ask is, Rabbi Kiva, is he consistent with Rabbi Shimon? Right? In other words, is he all Rabbi Shimon that a call shehu is enough right, for every prohibition of eating? Or is it specifically over here by, by Shavua, because it's what you had in mind? So um, the reason I'm telling you that before we read it is because the Gemara right, because it wants to give all these explanations, like it takes a long time to speak out the question. so it's easier to know where we're going sometimes before we read inside. So, Ibai the question was asked, Rabbi Kiva, Ba Kol torah kulo, Shimon does he hold by all of Torah, all of the food provisions, like Rebbe Shimon, the Mechayah B'mashu, that says one is liable for a minute amount, the Tanya, as we learned in a Praetah, Rebbe Shimon, Omer, kol shu lamako, that in order to get lashes, all you have to do is eat a little bit of pork, right? For lo Amru Kaziah, that which the Chachamim said, there is a volume of an alaf, that was only said Ela, only Indian carbon for cases where you would bring a sacrifice if you did it inadvertently and, he, and to explain this side of the question the Gemara has to then explain that if Rabbi Kiva really holds like Rabbi Shimon, why is Rabbi Kiva waiting to Shavuot to argue? Right, it's a general. It's nothing to do with shvult. It has to do. It's a general argument. So the Gemara goes on to say, and logically, He should have argued in general, not over here. the Kam that which, like Rabbi Yehuda and Nasi, really put the makloket over here, is it, to show you the strength of the rabbis. In other words, to show the extent of their opinion, right. the afal memory, even though there is to say what does that mean like what, since I'll, I'll translate it first, since if you would specify you mean to prohibit even a, a minute amount everybody would agree you'd be liable for eating a minute amount, and if a person said I make a sure I won't even eat a crumb so then everybody agrees, that's what you'll be liable for eating a crumb so I would think that even when I say without specification, I just say I'm not going to eat that that's what I mean, because that's really what people mean, mm-hmm. right? When they say they're not going to eat. And therefore, Kamash Malan, the novelty of our mission over here is that the rabbin even over here, by Shavuot, the Rabbanu still say, no, the patra, you're going to be exempt until you eat a kezai. So that's one side of this question, that Rabbi Akiva really is arguing in general. He's like Rabbi Shimon, oh, Dilma, or perhaps, Alma in general, kir'abbanin s'vir'olet. Right? They hold like the rabbis that you need a Kaziah.Vhaha," And they only argue over here by Shvot because high time and the reason is, what we just said. "Ho since if you would have specified, um, I'm, I'm prohibiting even a minute amount, I'd be liable feeding that amount. Stam when I don't specify, I'm also going to be liable feeding a small amount, because that was my intention. So that's the question. And Zigmar is going to try to bring a proof, Tashima. come in here, and we'll bring a proof from our mission itself. The Amri Loga You might remember this from yesterday, the rabbi said to Rebbe Akiva, be right? Um where do we find Boko that you eat a small amount, Chayev, that is gonna be liable, Shazekhayev, chayev. this one's gonna be liable. But right? in other words, Rebbe Kiva, you're saying something, something strange. All over Torah we need a keziah so the Gemara says this seems like a really good proof because it says If ita. And Rebbe Yekiver really held a like Rebbe Shimon. He has a very similar answer. That I hold in the entire Torah like Rebbe Shimon. What do you mean? Where do you find? I'll tell you where you find by by you know by pork and by eating you know an animal that's a tray fund, eating an animal that didn't have schlit. You know, in all the cases, right? I say that a shehu is enough. A minute amount is enough. So the Gemara says, no, there's actually no proof in the Mishnah, even though it seems like such a good proof. Because you could say that with divrehem de Rabbanin ka'amrlo, that Rabbi Akiva was responding, right, to the words of the Rabbanin. In other words, according to their opinion. And he was saying like this. You know what? according to me, <coughs> right, you should know, this is the unspoken words in the Mishnah. according to me, but bakal ha'torakulam, when it comes to the entire Torah, by all other food prohibitions, Karebi Shimon Severalite, I hold like Rabbi Shimon that you need a minute amount. So there's no, you're not, the question you're asking doesn't, it's not a question of me. But with did who? But according to you rabbis, right, we mia? at the very least, you're not gonna, you're not, I understand, you're not gonna agree with me by, in the general argument. But at least agreed to me here by Shwat to hold that since if he would have specified a minute amount, he'd be liable for that Stam chayim That when he doesn't specify, right, that he's also gonna be liable because that was his thought. In other words, Rebbe is saying it could be he holds in general like Rebbe Shimon. But over here there's a there's a compelling reason why you should at least right you should change your opinion. So the amruway and according to this understanding of the Mishnah, amruway Rabbanan, the Rabbanan would say back to him, Oh, no, we disagree. We say, Kezayat is all over. right? When a person makes a Shavuach, he means to forbid food to him according to the Torah's definition, which is a Kezayat. Okay, so we still don't have an, a proof, but we try again. And this is going to be from a Mishnah in Nazar. right? Nazar, of course, is a person who made a vow, not, not to like drink could wine. Be,
1: yeah. Could it be that it depends on whether it's a... Uh Talmid Chacham or Amaretz that there's a difference? Between what? Said again? So Talmid Chacham maybe um. says well, I won't eat is thinking in terms of the Torah. Yeah. And Amaretz um. is saying Oh, I, I see eat. what you're saying. Uh, I yeah. mean, yeah. Kolsh- actually, Amaretz means kosho because he's not aware of the whole <laughs> kazait. Yeah.
0: I, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, we don't find the is making that distinction but that's an interesting point.
1: Um, yeah, Because we... We earlier there was something we we, we <coughs> said about Amal. It's right, right. Be, but he, doesn't he would know. not
2: know to pull out of oh, Yerushalayim. Right, well, right, also but, yeah. with, a, uh, with Nida. Oh Nida, right? Right. Even a Tamar Chacham, <laughs> okay? Even a Tamar Chacham yeah. would would know maybe on Hichnisa, but not right. But not Yitzya, right? Yeah. So we made some distinction right. there, but right. generally we, we don't. We generally,
0: generally don't. We, yeah. Right. I mean, I, the truth is, you know, I. I I mean, yeah, like, I, like, there's people that don't know this, obviously, but, like, you know, a lot of people, like, people who generally do mitzvot, right, know that there's a mis- yeah. measurement. They yeah. know about Keziah. Right. Everybody knows about the Pesach Seder, right? You're supposed to eat up. But that would Keziah be, like, up, tzai up tzai there with, <laughs> with... Did you go back to school? Remember what <laughs> yeah. we did <went> earlier? Zil <laughs> Kari Right, go back to school. Right. Right. So this. That, this, is like, this is, like, a simple... Right, right, right. Simple, um, Judaism 101, you know? to no, like, Yid. No, yeah. <laughs> right. so. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, um... Anyway, so he says, Come in here from this Mishnah in Nazar. Right? The Nazar made the oath he can't drink wine or a grape product. So, Rabbi Kiva Omer, Nazar Shashara Pito B'ayin. And Nazar took bread and he soaked it in wine. Okay, so he says, If you would join together, combine the wine with the bread, you have a kazayat. Right, the wine alone is not a kazayat. But together with the bread it is. Chayiv, okay. he's going to be liable. Amazing. And Rashi says this is the concept, a hetermid starflaeser, that even though when you combine, right, something that's permitted and something that's forbidden, the permitted part becomes, takes on the um, the, the characteristics of the prohibited part and becomes a libel. So... The, the Gemara says this is a great proof what Rebbe Kiva holds. Why? Because he says Rabbi mm-hmm. If it could enter your mind that he generally holds a Rabbi Shimon you need a kezayah, Well, I mean I'm saying that you don't need a kezayah. No, no, well, I'm only with Zarf. What's the talking about combining? A sure, drop of wine. Drop of wine, right? You don't need the bread. Yeah. So the Gemara right, accepts that as a proof. We really could end right here, but the Gemara says no. I'm going I'm to prove my point even further. We Ode to We're going to learn from a Mishnah later on in Shavuot. It says Shvuot shelo ocho. I make a Shavuot that I'm not going to eat. But what do I go ahead and eat? And the and right, this animal didn't have proper shlita. It's prohibited by the Torah of a trefo. A trefo is an animal that had shlita, but it was it turned out it had some kind of disease or illness or whatever, or an um, injury that would die. I can't eat it. Shkatsim vrematsim, right? I ate, eat, right? These, these are abominable things, right? That's There that could be, the Torah calls... Um, like um, non-kosher birds and non-kosher fish, shkatzem, and ramassim are like creeping things, whatever, whatever, creepy crawly things that I can't eat. Anyway, he says, Chayev, I'm going to be liable, even though I ate something that wasn't kosher. I mean, I'm, meaning I'm... This up- is the shkatsim we used to call the... Right? <laughs> yeah, it's not a nice word. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- 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 that's not a nice word. Right. He grew up in Israel. He didn't. He didn't hear yeah. it. In Bro- it. In Brooklyn, for, they um, they used that. It. Yeah, it's a derogatory term. It's a derogatory term for for uh, um, somebody who's not Jewish. That say, I think he's a shagitz. Oh, a This is really the, the, the most the same
2: popular word. expression yeah. would be married to shagitz. Yeah, I mean, that would be yeah. if you had to think of the quintessential yeah. usage, right? Yeah, it's married not. A, it's not a nice word.
0: Right, right. It's yeah. not a nice word because it means something abominable. They no, just brought back yeah. memories. Yeah, the good old days. <laughs> yeah. Is <laughs> that word? Yeah. Yeah, really. Shag it comes from this word, and because and in Yiddish everything I mean, a kuf is, is it depends which strain of Yiddish you you know, right, you know. But like when would you say ganug or ganuk? Genig. ganig, all together. Okay, yeah. fine. But you say with a gimel. But yeah, some yeah. people say with a kuf. Ganig. It's like they yeah. right? It depends which part of Europe. You know how it's grasshoppers was I used derogatorily. The the Palestinians or, um, remember
2: yeah. they used with the grasshoppers. It was a big thing with vegan. Yeah. Was a vegan or Shemir? I forgot who he referred oh, to them Sh- as. They were grasshoppers. Remember? Yeah, 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 you know what right? yeah, yeah. And he was like, "No, I'm just saying." Oh, might be vegan. It might be vegan. It's, Bagan. In, the, it it's, have been it's Bagan. in the Tanakh. <laughs> yeah. It's so I'm just not. saying a, a term that's <laughs> yeah.
0: that has a anyway. Yeah, we right. digress. But. You see, you see, look, the word guy. People look at that as derogatory, but that really isn't. No, it, no I no, mean, that's, depends how you say it. But I mean, like that does, that's not necessarily derogatory. This is derogatory. <laughs> You'd say Goyim don't have to do that. Right. That, that's yeah, not the nations don't have to. Right. 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 People, though, interpret it as something derogatory, though. No, no it's yeah. just, abs- I, yeah. I admit that. No, that it's aggressive. fine, it's fine, it's fine. Okay, so anyway, Chayef, he's going to be liable for transgressing the Shavu, even though what he ate wasn't kosher. Rabbi Shimon Poter, Rabbi Shimon says you're going to be zen because of what we said earlier, that you already have a mitzvah not to eat these things. So your shua when you made a shua not to eat, you, it wasn't going on the things that weren't kosher. Simple as that. So we asked the question that, you know, Reb Shimon seems to be right. why would the Chacham, in the first opinion, say you are liable? Mushba mihar sinaihu. You've already been sworn from Mount Sinai not to eat these things. So Rav, Vishmo, Vereb and the Amru Tarvayo. All these three Ammarayim all said together. You know what we're talking about? Bikolo devarim hamutarim im devarim hasurim. That where you included permitted things along with forbidden things in your Shu'a. When I said shul, shul ocho, oh, I'm not going to mm-hmm. I meant anything. So I meant things that are forbidden to me already and things that are permitted. So since the Shu'a takes effect on the permitted things, it also has the ability to take effect on the per- for- prohibited, prohibited things, right? Kolel. That is what Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shemuel said. But Reish Lakish gave a different answer. Reish Lakish Amar, he says, you know what? He doesn't agree with Kolel. But he's going to say the only way it's going to work I'm going to speak this out before we do it inside is that if you made the Shavuot on something that's less than the shear, the minimum amount that the Torah forbids uh, right? so there's two ways of doing it because there's two different opinions so he says Ia you will only find it, ibn shir according to the rabbanan in our Mishnah that said you're not going to be liable until you eat a Keziah Okay. So it's only if you specify that even smaller than that, a chatsi shur a partial amount, or or even if you just say it stam without um, what's the called without specifying according to Rebbe Kiva, because Rebbe Kiva says in our mission the Adam that he forbids right, even the smallest amount with a shwa. So according to Rebbe Kiva you don't have to specify. So then, now you include in your shvua things that really were not forbidden by the Torah. The E Salkadaitak, so the Gemara now says, here's the proof. If it could enter your mind that the that Rabbi Shimon that Rabbi Kibit generally holds like Rabbi Shimon, then what are you talking about? Even the small, most minute amount was also forbidden from Sinai. Rabbi Shimon says, right, you can't even eat a minute amount of traif, right? El rather, it must be. Shema Mina, we learn from here, but Amma in generally karabundance there are holds like the abundant, you need a Kazayat, right? Um, and that's why when you make the shwullah now on less than the kazayat, right, it's going to take effect because the less than the kazayat was not forbidden by the Torah. Shema Minah, that is a good proof. Now I just want to mention something I mentioned the other day as well. We really poskim that even less than the share is forbidden by the Torah. But it's interesting, that point I just said is actually a in the Gemara and Yuma. And it's interesting, who's a maklokan between Rabbi Yochanan and Rishakash? Whenever you have a maklokan Rabbi Yochanan and Rishakash, we almost always follow holacically Rabbi Yochanan. And Rabbi Yochanan says, right? Less than the Shir is also forbidden by the Torah. If you notice, Rabbi Yochanan didn't give this answer. Rabbi Yochanan gave the answer of Koel. Mm-hmm. He couldn't give Rishakash his answer because he holds that even less than the amount, right, would be Forbidden, forbidden, from Har from, Sinai. just that there's no punishment, but mm-hmm. it's still our source. So the Shavuot apparently wouldn't be able to take effect. But Rish Lakish over there says Chati Shir is actually mutter it's actually permitted. And therefore, that's why, this is Rish Lakish, it fits into their Makoket over there, mm-hmm. and that's why Rish Lakish was able to give this answer. Um, I think Rish Lakish agrees that rabbinically, you wouldn't be able to eat less. But um, he holds that it's not a Torah prohibition. I think we have time just to do the next piece yeah, also, a short yeah. piece. So he says, lego Rebbe Kiva. This is a quote from the Mishnah. They said to Rebu Kiva, hey, Where do we find, right, that <clears throat> you're going to be liable for a klausho, for a minute amount? So the Gmar says, Really? Valal? You're not? I'm going to give you a bunch of cases. Number one. <laughs> the Torah says you can't eat an ant. Mm-hmm. An ant is pretty small so the Gemara answers, no that's different that's a full creature so because it's a full creature it has hashibut, it has significance yeah, and therefore that,
1: we had that in Makot yeah, yeah. we had it in
0: Makot exactly yeah. then the Gemara says we're very you know when you have something possessions that belong to the Beit HaMikdash right, you can't misappropriate them you can't, it's called Mi'iwa if you use them for your own benefit and th- there's no minimum amount right? even the smallest amount so the Gemara answers, no, no, no. There is a min- minimum amount. It's, but the minimum amount is not based on volume; it's based on value. A shavapruta, Pruta pruta is a very small coin. It has to be at least that in order for you to transgress meyua. So there is a share there. But what about the case where I made a shvua and I specified, right, that even the smallest amount? So we see that you, there's a case that you could be liable for a small, a small amount. So the Mafarish answers, mefarish nami kibiria Dummy. That's also like the case of a creature, because by saying specifically that I'm going to... you created, like, the I've, I've created the entity. I've created the entity. I've I've given it hashivut, right? I've given it an insignificance. Then the Gemara says, varei offer. This is a funny case. Dirt. What if I make a shvua and not to eat dirt? <laughs> so then, because an offer is not edible, right? Dirt is not edible. So then we say that it doesn't have the normal... Right? Definitions, even the Chacham agree, don't have the normal definitions of eating. Mm-hmm. You don't need to eat a kezai, even the smallest amount. So, unless, the Gemara then says, maybe you want to say you do need to eat a kezai in this case, well, Ella, if that's the case, as we move to showed Tifshot, buy Rav, we can answer the question that answered asked and never answered. What did he ask? We're gonna have it later on t- uh, tomorrow's dafre. oho. The, the, there's a little aleph there. that goes to the Bach. He puts in the word offer. When a make person makes a shvu, he's not gonna eat dirt. The offer, and he does eat the dirt. Bekama. How much does he have to eat in order to be right to transgress? So if you're gonna tell me that you need to eat a kezayit tifshot, you should have answered Rava's question. Adika a right? So anyway. The, the point is, so you see that by offer it's even a smaller amount that you're going to be liable for. If that's the case, so here's your, here's your answer. You, you find a case where you could be liable for less. So that, the gemara answer is no, no, no. when Key When the rabbis in our Mishnah said that you don't find a case of less than kezaya, they meant b'mezid when you intention, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, b'midei by something that is edible, that's what they were talking about, not by something else inedible. So the Gemara asks one more case. for ray. Konam. a konam. We mentioned that word I think, yesterday. Konam is another word for carbon, and it's a way of making a nether. I say konam kikruzu online, right? This loaf of bread is like a carbon to me. There, it's forbidden to eat, even eat the smallest amount. By that, so the Gmari answer is no because konamo nami Farish nami. That's also like I specify when I say konam. I mean any bit. That's that's the what what that word implies, and therefore. None of these are exceptions, and the Mishnah still, the question that i asking the Mishnah is still is valid. Okay. Sure. Sure.